I don't know. Probably because it's in beta. But whatever. We can just cut that out and just splice in like that audio clip of the shortened theme so song. So Media Board is in beta. Some features might not work as expected just yet. What the hell does that mean? It means there are no guarantees and we take no responsibility for how much this does or doesn't actually work. You know how pissed off I am in week 24, folks? We're just going to fire this thing up as me and twos fumble fuck around today. Uh, Sean is a little bitter at this <laughs> this Riverside. It's got these great features that Sean wants to use, and so Sean takes it over because he goes, you know what, twos, you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be up north, and uh, we're, we're gonna have a little bit of fun, and uh, Sean's gonna play around with some buttons and everything. We're gonna figure this shit out, and uh, here I sit in uh, week three of trying to have an intro song. We, we've done the clip, we've done the full thing, and it just seems to like Riverside figure your shit out. All right, this isn't on Sean and twos. This, this is, is on not. beta of media. Like, I, I, I want to punch this thing in the face. Anyways, welcome to week 24. Real How's quick. How's Twos doing? Twos, twos is exhausted. Twos has had a few <laughs> long days in a row. And he is, <laughs> I tell you what, aside from our regular sponsor, this podcast is brought to you by Lucky Logger. Because I've earned it. <laughs> uh, well, I tell you what. T- this episode, uh, week 24, is brought to you by Rohan Rig Services. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had unveiled it last week with, uh, you know, if you're dealing with Big Boobs and McGee and you're sitting on Ontario, maybe you want to come this way. And, wow, we got a place for you to land with Rohan Rig Services. Mm-hmm. And, and Twos gave a, a nice account of how he's this boring rig worker drinking Lucky Logger. <laughs> but the crazy thing was is it actually worked. There was a guy, reach out, talk to him. I'm like, holy shit. This may actually work, mm-hmm. twos. So if you were sitting in any part of the country going, what on earth is happening here? We got an election that's going to be decided here Thursday. And maybe you're like, maybe it's time to get on the train, come out west, meet Sean and twos, grab a job with Rohan, and carry on with life, earning some good uh, uh, some good dollars. What are, what's your thoughts? Well, you definitely can earn some good dollars doing it. I mean, pretty much everything I own has been paid for with blood, sweat, and tears. I mean, not a whole lot of blood. It's actually fairly safe, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, it, it's all thanks to this whole I feel industry. like I'm going to have to get twos to shotgun the lucky logger folks to bring them. To st- come on, come on, twos. Where are you at over there up north? <sighs> okay. uh, you know, we're, at the we're end of the day, they're hiring, they're hiring all positions. Come to Alberta. Mm-hmm. Give them a call. Everything's in the show notes. We're not going to blabber on about that. Mm-hmm. We're going to start the clock right now. Here we go. Rohan Rig Services, Tuesday Mashup, Week 24. We got no themes music. Our pets' heads are falling off. Let's start here. Trudeau congratulates the, oh man, congratulates the leader of an imaginary place, ignores Italy. We all know that's a twos headline. It absolutely is. So he still hasn't said anything about this wonderful lady who's this crazy far-right extremist taking over Italy and I mean if he did he'd probably just dress up like an Italian plumber and say like a bibbidi bobbidi boopy or some ridiculous thing because that's I'm a Louise yeah <laughs> he's gonna get on a dinosaur and run around um <laughs> just bouncing on turtles is that what Yoshi is? Is Yoshi a dinosaur? I, suppose I think Yoshi's a dinosaur I don't know I always assumed Yoshi was a dinosaur anyway uh, so there was an election in one of the Baltic states and Trudeau Latvia, took, Latvia. 
And interesting thing about the Baltic states, if we actually had the media board working right now, we have a great clip from 2015 where Trudeau thinks that Baltic states are not a thing. He doesn't think that they exist. This is a guy who took over a G7 country, and he has never really even looked at an atlas. I mean, none of us you do know, anyway because of Google Maps. This is the but last the time I'm going to bring this up. I'm, this is the last time I'm going to bring it up too. But man, am I really pissed at Riverside right now because it was a great clip. It was a great clip that we we're just going to slide in. And the audience is going, we don't want to hear about this. Sean's just pissed off that we had just a roast on Trudeau to start this sucker. And, you know, I got a, I got a quiet twos. He's feeling <laughs> a little, you know, ha, you know he's got he to slam a, a couple Lockheeds right, here, well, folks, to get him moving. It. All right, here we go. How about sad news? A vaccinated person tests positive for COVID. This, and I might add that it's the same the same thing happening over and over again. You've probably seen it on Twitter where they have like the same line, blah, blah, blah. I love the picture right underneath the post you said. Mm-hmm. And on it was Gavin Newsom from California. Yeah. You might know that name. You might know this name. Hillary Clinton said, said the same thing. Ooh, and you might have this other guy that I was actually a huge fan of because I thought he was a great orator because he is. In Barack Obama. They're all saying the exact same thing. There have literally been thousands of them. And I mean, this is just the latest in an absolute travesty. I, it, it's an epidemic. Um, this um, Rep- Representative Mickey Sherrill uh, from the States tested positive for COVID-19, is experiencing mild symptoms, is thankful for having received both her COVID vaccine and a booster, and for the addic- additional protection that they've provided and she encourages everyone to get vaccinated and get their booster shot. Go get your boosters. Yes, and I mean, it's great that she's turning this into a positive message, and it's in no way repetitive. It's not as though this has just been just everywhere. Um, yeah, it just it's our, our thoughts and prayers are with this woman as she has a disease that she was vaccinated for. I think the biggest rooster for. slurper in Canada should get his booster. That's what I think. <laughs> he should get everybody's. Uh... <laughs> I, I'm supposed to be buzzing, but we don't have the live buzzer, so I'll I'll, I'll go Man, back to Riverside manual. really needs to get their shirt together. Yeah, they need they need to, they need to figure it out because I'm not having it right now. Anyways, liberal censorship bill is a symphony of bullshit, and you know all I wrote is Tuz needs to explain this because all I, I I tried reading it and I don't know if it was my brain or what this long article. It's about bullying. It's about corruption. It's about hammer my head off a table. Tuz. Do what you do best. Break it down for the listener. Break it down real quick. This is going to be fun. So this is the new internet censorship bill that came out after the last federal election because the prior one died before it was passed because of the election. And this one has just been a myriad of bullshittery. You've got, to quote from the article, you've got gaslight the public for months, been publicly contradicted by his own CRTC chair. So this is um, Heritage Minister Rodriguez who has the best hair in Parliament, I will say, but nothing else going for him. Cut off debate on Bill C-11 and required votes on over 150 amendments without public disclosure. Again, this whole thing is just shrouded in mystery. It's like a Hardy Boys novel. Lost the support of some of the government's most reliable supporters, such as the editorial board of the Toronto Star. And we know that they are reliable supporters of that government although they actually they're they're experiencing a change at the top we'll see what falls out with that maybe we cover it in a little bit introduced online news legislation that is being criticized by over 100 independent news publications and this is on top of all of the the youtube people and everybody else uh, like 
anybody except legacy media is saying this is garbage. You've got people like J.J. McCullough testifying, and, and it just it goes on. Nobody likes it it's except a, for the liberals. This will not allow Tuz and Sean to do the Tuesday mashup anymore. Like this will be this will be insanity. Well, we're gonna end up in gulags, and we'll just bullshit back and forth while we're swinging pickaxes and then they'll send people from toronto there you know the ones that didn't get out and start working for rohan they'll they'll send them to work with us and we'll be like told you asshole and then we'll make fun of them the whole time all i can think of you remember the eddie murphy movie with uh martin lawrence i think it was life you remember where they're working the line uh back in like slavery times no. And they're the two old guys, and they, they keep trying to escape. Well, I tell you what. Do yourself a favor. Go watch the movie Life. Uh, Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence are, are basically imprisoned at a young age for something they didn't do. And mm-hmm. then they work the, the road crew with swinging pickaxe and trying to escape all the time. And it's, it's pretty funny. They end up being old men, and, and, you know, and they have banter that goes for generations. Anyways, nice. You know the point. How, about this, how about this one? That's... Can't, you know, Riverside can't work. Can't get the buzzer to work. Pets' heads are really falling off. God, Sean is choking on his own rage tonight. Toronto's yeah, he's airport definitely choking. Solves, oh, yeah. Toronto's airport solves its PR problem. This is a wild one, okay? Yeah. Starting Monday, October 3rd, a request for, uh, form located on our website will need to be filled out 24 hours before sending crews to the airport, whether reporting from inside a terminal or outside on the curbs, lands, and run roadways that make up Toronto Pearson. Mm-hmm. It's an automated form, so it shouldn't take much more effort than our pro- email process before. But it will give us the info we need to approve or deny requests. And then the guy says, approve or deny requests to cover the news. It means only the airport personnel deem acceptable are allowed to report the news. If they don't like journalist views or something they reported, they will have the power to not admit people. Mm-hmm. Welcome to our lovely Toronto airport, twos. And you know who the guy is, by the way, in this article who wrote it? No, who wrote it? Joe Warmington. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, hey, we're Joe, both big if you're fans. Listening, Big fans. Hey, I, I, I missed that. But uh, yeah, like the, the imagine being, t- like, I mean, this is the way we're going. We just talked this about is, BC11. Like, now, now you got like, well, I don't think we're going to let you in. Just imagine you're running this airport. And, you know, the, the brutal thing is that it's, it's a woman of color who's the CEO. And so you end up wondering all the time, you're like, did she get chosen because she's the best person for the job or did she get chosen because she checks a bunch of diversity boxes? And that's the thing I really hate about diversity is because you end up wondering and you you don't really know. But anyway, the CEO, just imagine she's sitting in there trying to make a decision. Well, what are we going to do about this? We can't get any of the planes to take off on time. It's just an absolute gong show at the turnstiles. Nothing is working right. What can we do to solve this PR disaster? Well, what if we made it illegal to talk about it? Boom. Great idea. Great idea. <laughs> great idea. I think it's a great idea. No, nobody can talk about it. Yeah. No, yeah. Problem solved. No more PR disaster. <laughs> Alberta is pissed off. The movie. Yes. I tell you what, the trailer actually looks pretty good. Alberta Prosperity mm-hmm. Project. Yeah, it's got a bunch of faces you'd recognize, a few voices you'd recognize. My good friend Tarek Alnaga is in it. Um, I'm pretty excited to see it. I, I'm not sure I might be able to go see it on opening night. It's going to depend on scheduling. But I'm going to check it out as soon as possible. 
Or maybe I'll just I, remain I ungovernable like... and pirate it. No, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely going to find what it. What? So. Uh, wait, wait. It's called here. So for the listener who knows what the hell we're talking about, it's called Ungovernable Alberta's Quest for Independence, and it gets released Wednesday, October 12th. That's the opening premiere night at, at a Canyon movie theater. Meadows Cinemas. Yes. So, I mean, obviously, uh, us yahoos won't be all invited there, but hey, it, it looks like it's really well done. It's piqued my interest. It, it looks good, and it's, it's impressive. You see... The Daily Wire in the States has branched out into movies and things other than just the news lately. And I'm not sure if this is what The Rebel is trying to do or not, but they have created this documentary and they're releasing it in a few days. And if you enjoy being ungovernable or want to become ungovernable, want to become ungovernable, who's choking say now that to, five times fast and tell now, me buddy. I'm choking. Hey. Anyway. Check it out. I don't know. It might be good. It might not. This isn't a review of it. It's just something that I find really interesting. How about uh, Saskatchewan NDP to keep Singh at a Rolex-clad arm's length? They don't even want the big guy coming through Saskatchewan. Yeah, so I don't know where they're deciding this from, but apparently a an extremely rich person who's completely out of touch with regular Canadians trying to brand him and his party as look looking after the poor and downtrodden of the country yeah. isn't particularly resonating yeah yeah but it's 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 wild because all the provincial ndp parties mm-hmm. are like yeah maybe don't come here so you, you you got you got first Saskatchewan, and then mm-hmm. the article's talking about how you know like the upcoming election in Alberta. I mean, obviously we got the the one for the UCP. Somebody's going to be the new premier. Mm-hmm. But then May, you you got the next one, and everybody's worried about Rachel Notley, and they're already talking like Rachel Notley doesn't want him to come to Alberta. Whoa, whoa, this is news to me. Keep talking. I, it's it says it right in the article that uh, um, it, it well, not- listen. It's just inferring that. Uh, the next step will be Alberta and Rachel Notley won't want him to come there. Honestly, I'm surprised it hasn't happened like four, six, eight years ago. The, the The national NDP brand is absolute poison for any working class group of people. And that's what Alberta and Saskatchewan, Manitoba, BC, that's what they are. And so I'm really surprised. I was really surprised in 2019 when Rachel Notley was up for re-election, that they didn't more actively distance distance themselves from the federal party. I'm kind of surprised they're even still called the NDP in Alberta. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to win, you should do what you need to do to win. And I would say that that her still being associated with the federal NDP is hurting her chances. So, I mean... By that regards, I hope she continues to do it. I'm just kind of Keep surprised because she seems Keep the name and invite Singh in. Mostly politically savvy. Film op or a photo op. Yeah, I think they should, uh, you know, become best pals. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Prairie provinces push back against petty plinker pilfering. Yeah, who's choking now? I'm not joking. I had to make sure I read <laughs> that right. I'm like, did he actually write that as a headline? He did. Yes, he did. That's because he's a dick. So what's happening here is that Alberta came out a few days ago and said that they they released this this letter that Mark Mendocino had sent them asking for help with the federal firearm buyback program, which is 
nothing at all like that. It's just well, a we list talked, of... We yeah. talked about it. Well, yeah, we I mean, we haven't really talked about times. it that much. Like, we've mentioned it a little bit here and there, but I mean, like, they put Black Rifle Coffee on the list and Airsoft Guns. Like, they basically just, if anything looked scary, it ended on the list. Like, Black Rifle Coffee got banned. Could Justin Trudeau, Blackface, be on the list? Well, I mean, he's an assault. He's an assault style politician, so there is that. <laughs> you could ask. You could ask anybody at the Kokanee Music Festival or that woman he elbowed in the boob in Parliament. Jeez, just think well, of me to hit that shop meant, teacher. Here's what Mendocino said: uh, Applying federal laws, whether it relates to firearms or whether it relates to any offense under the criminal code, is not an a la carte menu. You don't get to opt out and tell the RCMP which laws they're going to enforce or not. They're actually that actually undermines public sa- safety. That was Mendocino. Mm-hmm. But then the article goes on to say, well, Manitoba joins Alberta and Saskatchewan, who both inform the RCMP and the federal government that they would not participate in any fund, any uh, in in or fund any gun buyback program so every all the provinces and in, in, at least in the in the prairie the West, provinces bc yeah, yeah. The prairie are all bucket yeah now that, saying, you know, i mean no just just pause for a moment and let's consider exactly how angry someone in manitoba had to be about this that they took the time to learn to read and write so that they could pan a letter to ottawa saying they weren't going to participate you know i just interviewed uh um Wayne Peters, and that's coming out on Wednesday, and okay. he's living in Manitoba. And you know what? I got I, listen. I gotta. I, I always tease the Manitobans, right? The uh, we do that. We're growing up in Saskatchewan. We go yep, back and forth. We do that. But he had he had a, he had a lot to say about the Manitobans in a good light. So if you're listening from Manitoba, hats off to you, quiet folk who live on the you know the Gap and everything else, and you know you're just kind of you're just kind of there. But we appreciate you. <clears throat> No, I'm kidding. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Dude's just looking at me like, do we, do we really, Manitobans, if you want to come work for uh, Rohan or you want to just come shake twos and, and uh, I don't know, what, what's the beer in Manitoba? You know what? Um, if you're listening to this from Manitoba, I'd love to know what beer yeah. you're drinking because yeah, I would tell gladly us what the buy is. you a Pilsner, but you, but I'm you probably guessing think Coors Light. Probably they probably imported up right drink. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know. They probably haven't water, even invented maybe? distillation yet. <sighs> China does what it wants, just like every other time. This is a weird story. Yes, like the. Uh, I'm I'm trying to like fathom. It says here. I'll read it so people can understand. In the report titled "110 Overseas." Chinese translate, uh, transnational poli- policing gone wild details China's extensive efforts to combat fraud by its citizens living overseas, in part by opening several police stations on five continents that have assisted Chinese authorities in carrying out policing operations on foil, foreign soil. So they're, they've got police stations to police their citizens in somebody else's country. That, that's the mindset. And Toronto has three of these stations. New York has a, city has one. The other in, uh, is the other one in North America. Europe has the most, according to the report, including London, Budapest, Athens, Paris, Madrid, and more. And all the reports said there are 54 stations in 30 different countries. Yes, and it also talks about how they want to get Chinese nationals to voluntarily return to China yes. to face criminal prosecutions. Criminal so it says also China has tried to get Chinese nationals living abroad to return to China voluntarily 
to face criminal prosecution. Like, just imagine is, pitching that to somebody. Like, hey, you know what? That that um, communist hellhole you escaped from? Yeah, we want you to come back and go work in in a, a weaker concentration camp, or maybe get your toenails <laughs> ripped off. So, can you do that? And then someone would be like, "Well, I don't know. Do I fly coach or first class?" Like, there's there's no voluntary returning to China to go to prison. You you don't you you escape from China. That's why they're there, right? And it's so. What just do you make abs- of this story, too? Like, what, what do you make of this? I read this and I'm like, "What is this?" Well, you see this with a lot of different countries and political parties and ideologies and whatever else, where it's just they they kind of um, just see what they can get away with, and if they can't get away with it, they they just shrink back a little bit. If they Tuck can, tail and run. They, if they can, they keep pushing a little bit. You saw it with the COVID mandates. You saw it in Quebec a lot with the CAC party, which just got reelected an hour ago. There's there's a whole lot of. Uh, we used to have this dog when I was growing up, and she wasn't allowed. In, um, just not like just. Some, you know, when we were, she was very rambunctious. And so we'd be like, okay, well, you got to go to the porch. And she, you know, the boot room porch area, right? And then she wasn't allowed to even come into the kitchen, which it connected to. And then she would sit there and she would just put her paws on the kitchen floor. And she would just sit there exactly like that and just see what she can get away with. And if she could, she did. And then eventually, finally, she just, it was like her little act of defiance that she just always have her paws on the kitchen floor. And this is this is what these ideologies and stuff do. It's just what can I get away with? Okay, well you know what? I mean, it's five five continents. That's not everything. It's not like there's a whole lot of Chinese people in Antarctica. I don't it's only think only three police stations. Right. And so yeah, it's just it's it's this constant pushing, 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 pushing. Jordan Peterson talked about it one time where like somebody gets right in your face, and then you finally tell them to back off, and they back off a little bit, but then you get used to it, and then they push, and then they push, and eventually. They've they've come all the way across. Two's got me there. I was about to buzz him out, and then he mentioned Jordan Peterson. Like, oh, oh. anyways, that's anyways, your uh, kryptonite. You know, I hey, gotta remember that. That is my kryptonite. Yes, it is. Greasy liberal who cheated in election being investigated for fraud. Yes. And uh, as we recall, I can't remember. Did we talk about this once upon a time? The doorbell uh, cam caught, uh, and I can't say his last name. Is it, is it Chahal Chahil? Chahal. Chahal. Uh, yeah. This is I, I laughed out loud when I read this again, okay? He came under fire when a doorbell cam caught Chahal removing an opponent's election literature from a mailbox ahead of the September 20th election. That's bad enough, okay? Yep. But here's what makes it hilarious. Chahal, in a jersey with his name clearly visible on the back, was easily identified in the video. I'm like, he's running around yeah. being a moron with his name on his back. Like, you, you can't be... like. Can you write that people think, like this is literally the dumbest thing I've ever read. Anyways, carry on with the rest of the article because I, I just had to highlight that again because I'm sure we've talked about the doorbell I'm pretty thing, sure we I, did because he the, ended up being fined. I missed the name on if the If I back. remember correctly, he was fined $500. For, he got caught cheating in the election, won the position, and so he got to keep his position and he faced a penalty of $500. And yeah, oh, that's right because I said that you know what? What the conservatives should do is they should just all say we're going to cheat like hell in the election, and you can find us all five hundred dollars because that's the going rate for it. And if we win, awesome. And if you guys want to change the rules, you should probably do that because these rules suck. Um, but 
they would never I just do can't something believe like that. Actually, Polyev might do back something. Of his but anyway, yeah, Polyev running around. Uh, well, no, well no, with, but he with, would with he, with Polyev on the back of his jersey, like. But he come would on. he would point out how stupid the system is, and he would just be like, "Okay, well, here's me breaking the rule, and I'm going to do it to get elected." And oh, it's five hundred dollars. I make that in a day because I'm a member of parliament. Now maybe you guys might think this is wrong, and maybe we should change the rules. Hmm. Well, or let's, talk just, but, but, let's, yeah, let's talk about Chihill. Let's talk about the newer part of this. Well, it's it's a development because this was originally alleged, and now he's actually being investigated. Where part of his campaign platform was he was allegedly walking people through how to cheat the system on SERP. And then he his riding where he won illegitimately, which is which is proven, um, where he illegitimately won was one of the highest um, per capita users per capita of serve users of serve anywhere. And they literally said in the article, "Well, if we if they come knocking, we'll just tell them he told us to do it." Mm-hmm. You're like face palm, yeah. F my life. F my life. Just inflation is everywhere except Parliament. Yeah, everything's starting to cost a lot more. It's been on its way for a long time. And the Speaker of the House, who is a Liberal member of Parliament, had said that you're not allowed to say just inflation anymore. And his justification is that you can't use people's first names in Parliament. But he's not, people aren't referring to Justin Trudeau the person. They're talking about just inflation, just inflation, the effect of his shitty decisions <laughs> that have been ongoing for years, right? So they're not really talking about him. They're talking about how bad his, well, they're talking about the outcomes that come with it. But anyway, it's just interesting that they're so concerned about this that they are just weakly trying to find a loophole to not allow people to say this mean word to Justin Trudeau, who's never even there anyway because he's off bungee jumping during Truth and Reconciliation Weekend. Yeah, I just love the creativeness in in the, how people are trying to spin it as just long pause yeah. inflation. And yet that's still pissing everybody off. I'm like, man... At least there's a little bit of fun happening. I, I don't love our politicians. A lot of them just I got no time for. But when I hear stories like this, I'm like, they're finding a way to make it a little bit of fun in there. When they're told they're not allowed to say just inflation. And I would say that them being banned from saying this word is unjust. Inflation is a bad thing. Agreed. See what I did there? I don't want to talk about it. Rachel Gilmore. <laughs> Can we talk about Rachel Gilmore? Yes. Takes a swing at twos and misses badly. For people who aren't on Twitter, they a, I think everybody at this point knows who's Rachel, who Rachel Gilmore is, but uh, she's a, a, a young reporter for uh, You're Global. You're being generous, she but social, she works for... Social media Global. influencer. I, I, don't, I don't know. She, um, she's been in a lot of heat with a lot of people that... Uh, I don't even know heat anymore. Like, I mean... Marty up north when when he was doing the Trudeau must go sent her a list of things like maybe look into this nothing happened, um, of course she was all over Jeremy McKenzie raging dissident, uh, who's now been arrested, so that's an interesting thing that we should probably pay attention to and see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Rachel Gilmore has been um, 
Well, I don't, I, I don't know, Tuz. It's your, you, you know, your minute here because you're the one who gets called out by her. <laughs> yeah, if you well, want to tell some of the story, give her. Which I thought was great because this this woman has just made a quote unquote and very generously said career out of trying to just get hate clicks and stir up controversy. And so she had talked about, I don't know, the hurricane coming through or something like that. And so Global had posted about it and they said, oh, check out Rachel Gilmore's analysis of this thing, blah, blah, blah. And I said, sorry, I don't speak pumpkin spice. And she screenshotted that and uh, a comment that Shadow Davis had said as well and said, being a young female reporter in 2022, I somehow can't picture these kinds of comments appearing under a male reporter's video. And so I replied back because I take my calling out of bullshit journalism fairly seriously. And I said, a cursory, cursory scroll through my timeline would show you that I'm critical of all bad journalism, regardless of gender. Personally, I wish young girls could see women like you using their gender as a badge of honor rather than a shield to hide behind be better. And she never replied. But there's a part two to this story. And this is where it gets fun and interesting. I Googled, I Google Mapsed um, the global um, location in News Ottawa. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I, I looked up the global office that she presumably works at. I'm not 100% sure, but it's it's the right place anyway, or it seems to be. And I downloaded the Skip the Dishes app or DoorDash or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> and I go on there and I order her the most complicated pumpkin spice latte you could ever possibly imagine. It came out to like 20 freaking dollars or something like that. Like it was just extra this and double that and almond milk and and. Um, whipped cream on the top and yeah like the extra whole damn thing cream. was just well you couldn't do extra whipped cream and I wanted to do an extra shot of ca uh, espresso but also half calf at the same time and so that was yeah anyway I, I put together this absolute monster of a drink and um, and I get it delivered and the in the instructions were to Rachel Gilmore like you could send it as a gift with like this little card that's digital card that says you know to Rachel Gilmore, have a great day for 222 minutes. And so I ended up in a chat with the delivery person because he needed to know, he needed to know what floor she worked on. And I was like, well, just drop it off at the front desk. And he said, they can't drop it off. They can't do drop offs at the front desk. They need to know what floor this woman works at. And I'm like, well, it's Rachel Gilmore. Just, just say it's for Rachel Gilmore. Like this is, this is your head person that you're you're trying to drum up all the like this is the face of this organization supposedly anyway and the lady at the reception didn't even know who Rachel Gilmore was <laughs> so they couldn't deliver the the mocha frappa whatever bullshit thing I ordered for her because they didn't even know who Rachel Gilmore was at the front desk where she works and I just got to chuckle somewhere there is a barista going why would somebody get it like extra frothed with a little this and half of that and a shot of this this doesn't even make sense people are strange meanwhile it's just two's having way too much fun yeah uk power station owner cuts down primary forest whoa, 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 whoa okay no 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 no, no. We're, we're going out what are you talking about going on at order oh what are you shit. talking about 
Well, no, it's it's just very important that we finish this. We finish this, and we talk about how I'm very clearly not sexist, and I'm not happy with how she talked about it, and I think I did a great job of putting her in her place, and then we go to the happy news. We can do your thing at the end, okay? No, no. We're not doing... Why do we got to go to happy news? We're still doing... What the fuck are you talking about? No. I will repeat myself. The UK power station owner cuts down primary force in Canada, motherfucker. We're not going to the good news until the end. Holy shit, folks. He's trying to jump order here so he can talk about the fire the fire ladies. Is that what you want to do? You want to put one woman in place and then you want to pat yourself on the back for the good news? That's what we're going to do? We're going to jump out of order here, twos? I didn't realize that you threw it in when you put in your story. I didn't realize that you well, were segueing the two some... things that I needed to sandwich. Bah! Well, I guess you should have brought that up at the start. Like, maybe you could put it here. No, you didn't say any of that, did there you? There was like a one did in ten you? chance that you would have picked did it. Did you? Motherfucker. Okay, anyways. Okay, tell your damn are, are thing. Are we going to talk about it? Yeah, Do we sure. want to talk about it? Do we want to talk about it? Man. No, I just want to like, light it room, all on fire right folks, now. Folks, the, the room has just preceded the air. Just, <laughs> you know, like it's just, I can't even get the story out. I'm so annoyed. You know, first it's Riverside. Now it's twos trying oh. to dictate how I read the notes. Like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Okay, read your damn Maybe thing. Maybe I'll be looking for a job at Rohan. But like, listen, I want to crush twos. Where, where does he work? Put me on the rig right beside oh. him so I can sling some pipe. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would be awesome. That would be a lot of fun. But let's let's talk about let's talk about the BBC article. Let's talk about okay. the wood pellets. Oh, oh, we're gonna do, okay, here we and go. And then we go. and then wasted. we can go. You know, and, we're all you know, last week it was all two minutes. We're having what are we, a radio station man? And we've just wasted probably five minutes arguing about this damn yeah. article. And I'm yeah. you could have just gone along Sorry, with the program Harley. and you this know? wouldn't have been an issue. Well, I tell you what, next time inform a guy when he's trying to write it out. UK power station owner cuts down primary force in Canada. Drax runs Britain's biggest power station, which burns millions of tons of imported wood pellets, which is classified as renewable energy. The BBC has discovered that the wood comes from a primary forest in, ding, 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 British Columbia. Yes. Drax power station in Yorkshire is a converted coal plant which now produces 12% of the UK's renewable electricity. Mm-hmm. Now, if if you were concerned about greenhouse gases and that type of thing, what they're doing now, burning wood, produces more greenhouse gases than what they were doing before. Just saying. It's yeah. just reclassified, and now they're, now they're tearing down forest in BC, shipping yeah. it across the pond. Well, that's not even across the pond. Like, name one province in Canada that's further away from the Atlantic Ocean than British Columbia. Like, are there no trees at all in the whole rest of the goddamn country that you could maybe chop down instead that you wouldn't have as much rail shipping on? As much carbon footprint, you might say? You know, this is almost peak insanity. This, I mean, it isn't peak insanity because I know peak insanity is going to come this winter when really bad. I mean, we haven't even, you know, we should put in here Nord Stream 1 and 2 being blown up too. Like, I mean, Jesus. Like now the world is speeding into, it's like a brick wall laced with like, I don't know, nukes and, and landmines and like not good things. And meanwhile, well, we maybe got, you don't uh, think those are being, good things. Well, maybe it is. All right. All right. Your good news, good sir. What yeah, is your good news? It doesn't even matter anymore. 
Oh, I ruined. Look at him. Look at him all. Cho- well, you can't look at him. The old <laughs> rooster slurper is just angry. He's like, Rrr. yeah, you're being a real rooster slurper right now, Sean. <laughs> Here's some good news for the listener. Um, the Blue Jays officially making the the playoffs. Going to be in a wild card series, and yep. with a win tonight, they're inching very, very, very close. To, uh, and who knows, by the time they're waiting for, to see if uh, the Mariners lost, they might be hosting uh, the first series. I thought that was good news. Here's some good news for you. Uh, uh, some listeners. We didn't get to that at the start because I was so frustrated. So the mm-hmm. Tuesday mashup, OMG, listening to 222's uh, friendly chirp you as you fumble fuck your words. As I often do, my kids would say, buy a vowel, Dad. Makes me miss hockey so much and why I love the game. Within the game so much. Mm-hmm. Only hockey guys really get it. Only really good friends are merciless in those situations. But if I was your coach, I would say to you, don't let that rooster server get in your head. He had you rattled. Anyways, that was a good <laughs> one. Uh, another good one uh, was, um, oh, and I got to scroll to find it because now I can't find it. Where the fuck? Here it is. Geez, boys, that sounded pretty sharp. Nice intro. I'll take two JT equal rooster slurper t-shirts. He'll think it's a support and validation from the LGBTQF community from the guy who said the audio sucked. So, hey, we did that last week, too. Yeah, so now we got to decide a design. Okay, but let's, let's you know what, just, just for the sake of, you know, whatever else. Let let's, me finish let's hit Let those. me finish. Okay. If, if, you, if you want, I, I tell you what, we're going to, like, have another lucky, all right, buddy? Pull yourself up there. <sighs> Anyways, if you want to have your, your thoughts read on the Tuesday mashup, uh, shoot me a text in mm-hmm. the show notes. Uh, there's the phone number there. Uh, gladly, if you want to call to some profanic things, I would love nothing more than to uh, uh, call him a rooster slurper all the time. I think it's fun. Uh, I get a kick out of reading your texts, and I think you do too. So by all means, fire them off to me. Even better. Even better. Because uh, Voice. <laughs> I've, waited all, I've waited all the way to the end to bring up the dairy cartel on Ontario, <laughs> who hates it. And he's probably he's shouting at the, the audio right now. Um, but even better, send me an audio clip uh, of whatever you... Well, I mean, keep it reasonable, folks. But uh, please, I would love nothing more than to showcase your voice on the Tuesday mashup. Um, and we could do that if Riverside ever cooperates. That's what I'll say. And if you want to finish on uh, the lady firefighters uh, or, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, EV... let's talk about the lady firefighters for a second. So sure. imagine that sure. we had just finished talking about Rachel Gilmore and how I had very, very tastefully described how I wasn't Two, sexist at all. In very that. tastefully. And then, and then we go Rachel into Gilmore. and then we go into these two full female full-time female firefighters who get hired in Chestermere. And then I say, yeah, it's great because now they can put out kitchen fires. But now it's not an awesome joke, is it, Sean? And do you know why? Because of you. (laughs) I'm not sure it was a great joke to begin with. That's what I think. How about the passengers on an inexplicably powerless boat saved? How about the boat that's an electric boat that died in the harbor? Yes. So, I mean, electricity and water always kind of go together awesome. But then they they decided that this would be a great idea. And I don't know if they didn't check the charge on it before they left or what the deal is. But it's just, it's so interesting that you try and get these vehicles that you're just trying to force into electric. Like the Air Canada yes. planes with, with a range of 200 kilometers or something like that. Uh, the big... Um, government 
subsidy of a snowmobile company in eastern Canada who is electric. Like, if you want a great way to lose your toes, I cannot possibly recommend highly enough that you get an electric snowmobile. And, yeah. I, I tell you what, you want to live life on the wild side. Go on an all-electric boat, fly in an all-electric plane, or go out in minus 40 uh, and, and go snowmobiling on an all-electric one of those. Because you're right. That, I tell you what, I'm, I'm an adventurous guy. I think I'll stick away from those for a few more years. Like if you really think that they're that great of an idea, maybe just hop in the tub with a toaster. Twos, 24, down the drain, shots fired. I don't <laughs> yep. know, three-pointer, I don't know. I tell you what, this Riverside thing, appreciate all the listeners coming in tonight and enjoying it with us. Um, we're going to fire some emails off to Riverside, give them shit, because at this point we're paying for it and it still ain't working. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you got to wonder... What on earth is going on in their side? Either way, it's always fun to uh, piss twos off when he's stuck up north and he really can't do anything about it anyways, folks. So uh, <laughs> enjoy your Tuesday wherever you're at. Uh, to the man out in Ontario who's still screaming at the uh, mm-hmm. uh, the radio because I keep calling him a name he doesn't want to be told. And I just think it's hilarious because everybody points out how twos can get me going. I'm just so glad I can return the favor to one of the faithful uh, listeners so twos thanks for tuning in or, or, or being on uh week 24 and uh, look forward to uh next week when we hit the pivotal 25 yeah another big one another big milestone coming up thanks sean